Welcome to the Nevant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering remarkable every day. I'm Kirsten Royster, the patient experience officer at Nevant Health, and today we're here speaking with John Linkus, our director of patient experience for acute care, and Renee Caldwell, our director of patient experience for ambulatory services. Thank you for joining us today. Well, let's just start in. I always find it interesting thinking about how we all got into healthcare and the passion that we bring for patient experience. I'll start with you, John, on tell us a bit about your journey of being a leader in healthcare and kind of how you got here. I'm really happy to tell you this story. I'll say um, I had a non-traditional entry into healthcare. Um, I worked for years for a manufacturing firm called Tyco Electronics, and um, I decided in 2008 that I needed to change. I felt like I needed more meaning in my life. And I decided to go into nursing because I felt that after some experiences that I'd had with my grandparents and um, my grandfather's reliance on my grandmother to care for him after a stroke, that I felt that I really had an opportunity to move into a career that gave me more meaning um, and that I felt like I could give something back to the community. I will say it's one of the best moves I've ever made. Um, I, I, entered into nursing because I wanted to help people and I found that I had a really great opportunity to do that at the micro level as a nurse. Um, but joining the patient experience team gave me the opportunity to impact patients' lives at a much larger level, more at the macro level. We talk so much about connecting our team members to purpose and, um, and I think your story just illustrates so clearly like just how much of a connection we all have to the work that we do. And, um, and just the passion that you bring to it is really fantastic. So Renee, similar question. I'd like to ask you a little bit about kind of how your journey got you here. And in particular, as a leader in patient experience, you're a nurse, you left nursing and became a leader in this work. So um, what led you to do that? And I worked at Forsyth Medical Center for 10 years um, on the GI floor and um, was able to build such great relationships with my team and the providers that I was with um, that when I had the opportunity to maybe step into a role that would allow me to have an impact so every unit and every team could have what I had um, in the place I was in, um, I felt like I was called to do that. So um, I feel like the calling to leave nursing was really hard, but I do that in service of hoping that I can help other teams create um, a team that really is there for our patients because um, every patient um, deserves us to be with them all the time. Yeah, I love your reference to stories because, um, you know, oftentimes our patients when we're rounding tell us such amazing stories about their life and their journey and, you know, all of our teammates. Um, got there through that piece too, so it's really interesting. I am gonna flip into kind of thinking about patient experience in general and um, and the work that we do day in and day out to support our team members that provide those um, that remarkable care for our patients in particular and their families and their loved ones. Um, John, I'll start with you with the hospital. Um, and there's so many different patients that may cross into our medical centers, whether it's planned surgeries, emergency care, can you talk a little bit about our approach to patient experience and the foundational things that patients can expect from us? Absolutely. Um, we take a fully comprehensive approach to patient experience, understanding that patient experience is truly the umbrella that everything else sits under, especially when you start to think about things like quality and safety and value. Experience is really the overarching theme um, that is there to hold everything else in place. Um, with things like um, the, the Use 5 Save Lives, 
Um, that those are the types of things that we know are, affect the quality and interact the quality interactions of the patients when they're in our acute care facilities. Um, but we also have things like our mission, vision, values, and mm-hmm. our service standards that really speak to the experience part of the patient journey um, when you come to spend some time with us. Um, one one thing we focused on this year was really developing and um, and improving our ability to provide true, safe, high-quality care by focusing on things like always events um, that gives our patients a brandable, recognizable experience when they come into our emergency departments, and our care imperatives. Our care imperatives are nursing behaviors that we know are evidence-based and have been shown to provide the best quality and and, uh, care for um, our patients at all times. I'll, I'll go back to our service standards because I think with the re um, the refocus on our service standards and kind of getting back to our true north, um, our service standards really give us the best opportunity to guide interactions with each other between team members, um, between leaders and team members, between team members and patients, between our, uh, our when we're um, taking care of our families. Um, it's just um, it's. All four of the service standards are true guides to how um, we create Remarkable when you think about Novant Health and the care we provide. When you think about the patients, we're um, recording this podcast at Novant Health for Scythe Medical Center. So as you think about the patients that are upstairs now um, in our care, what sort of things can they be expecting? Because you referenced the care imperatives. What's an example of something like that? Well, one of the things um, that's really important and the best part of, of the care imperatives, I think, is nursing bedside reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way that, that we are truly involving the patients in their care. Um, you know, one of, one of our key imperatives is voice and choice. We want to make sure that the patients have um, an opportunity to participate in their care. Um, and another really important one is uh, purposeful rounding. Um, that's, that's giving us the opportunity to proactively address patient needs and not necessarily react to things. Um, so the both two of those are two of the very important parts of the care imperatives. Yeah, when we talk about kind of the role of empathy and compassion and safety and quality, um, I think those two examples are good ones on just the way all of that comes together for a patient at the bedside. And so from the rounding perspective or the shift report and how we're including the patient allows us to have those conversations that really matter to everyone that's involved. So I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. So Renee, um, in our clinics, very large number of them across Novant Health. And, um, and we also have always events um, in the clinic spaces. Can you describe what that looks like for our patients and our team members? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, so I think I'll go back um, a little bit to why we decided to work with our team members and our patients to create the always events. Um, patients um, have been coming to our ambulatory sites 600 and counting now, and they always, for the most part, um, got really good experiences. We are very lucky to be in the top decile in the nation um, in communication and um, for provider engagement, Um, but patients were still saying that there were some things that were inconsistent, and for us, when a patient comes in, they're coming in with a worry or an anxiety um, about something that's going on with their health or maybe how much it's gonna cost or whatever's going on with them that day. And we wanted them to have an element of consistency no matter where they were. So if they were um, coming to their primary care um, provider in the greater Winston market, um, and then they get sick at the beach and go to one of our clinics at the beach, we want them to know they're at an Novant Health place. And that's important to us that we differentiate ourselves from that. Um, So we 
pulled together our team members. We looked at um, hundreds of thousands of data points from our patients and realized there were um, really just a few elements that patients said, these are so important. I really would like for you to do them right every time. And so we um, have built operations around that to make it easy for team members and easy for providers. Um, it's very important with our providers um, seeing 30 plus patients a day, um, a lot of them, that whatever we do create works into their workflow. Um, so it feels authentic and it doesn't create extra time for them. So we have worked really hard um, to do things like making sure that when you walk into an Novant Health Clinic as a patient, that you feel welcome, mm -hmm. that they recognize you. Um, if they don't know you yet, we spend time getting to know you and how we communicate things about you throughout your um, experience with us in the clinic is really important, so we've worked on that. Um, we have also worked on making sure the invitation back into the treatment area um, is personalized and um, our patients now, and I'm sure all of us are more concerned about our privacy. Um, and so going up to patients and inviting them back versus um, calling the name from the door is something we've worked really hard on. And I would say our team members have exhibited a lot of courage, um, our value of courage and, and personal excellence in working through that because that has been cultural since all of us have been going to a doctor or dentist office, they call your name from the door. And we're different, and we don't do that anymore. We're really proud of that. Um, the warm handoff within the clinic is important. Um, when you go to lab, a lot of um, patients have a lot of anxiety about that, um, getting lab work done or x-rays. And so walking and introducing the next team member um, is something that we strive to do every time. Um, knowing the person's name, who's going to be taking care of you next is, is very important. We've also found that when we do the warm handoff at checkout, patients have a better quality of care experience because we, um, they're a lot more likely to schedule their follow-up visits. They think of questions that they forgot to ask their provider, so we're able to close those loops before they leave. Um, so the Always events really, basically, it's doing the right thing at the right time um, for every patient. Yeah, as you were sharing that, I just um, I thought about um, a conversation I had with my mom a couple of weeks back. So she sees a primary care physician in Charlotte, and um, and so of course you know because we're all in this work leading patient experience, I had to ask her about so how to go, what was going on there, and um, and she's like, well, first of all, she's like they kind of surprised me by they walked right up to me in the waiting room and called me by name and walked me back through the waiting room into the space, and she's like, and everyone was always they were so nice. She's like they were nice all the time. And, um, but she's like, I just felt really cared about by everyone that I interacted with. And I really thought about that, back to what you said, John, about service standards, because it's like, Josh, the fact that she felt cared about, um, that's really where this all comes together. So, um, and it's always nice when, you know, the work that we do, then our families experience it, and that always means the world to all of us. So, um, really fantastic. So thank you for giving that kind of overview of what we do. So we also know that our patients don't experience us as acute care and clinics, and that's the only two things that they do. Um, and so they experience us in lots of different venues, whether it's in surgery centers or imaging centers, and that whole journey really matters that we get that right, and it's seamless. So I know you two have been doing a number of things in that space of connecting all these pieces, and can you describe a little bit about the work that you've been doing? Yeah, I would say that this is something John and I are both really excited about. We feel like, um, again, um, like always events, this is something that um, we are working towards that will continue to differentiate us um, against other places. 
Um, so we've been working really hard on listening to our patients um, in all the spaces that they um, are receiving care from us. And some of that is um, the experiences they have in between their um, experiences with us, and we call those the white spaces. So. Um, we've been doing something called journey mapping and experience mapping and it's not only looking at the processes and the technical aspects of a patient's journey um, through whatever they're going through, but it's also about the behaviors and about their feelings and trying to ease anxieties and um, any communication gaps that they may have. So I like to refer to that as mental circles. So if we can decrease the number of mental circles that patients have to continually go through um, to make things easy for them, that's what we want to provide for them. We we want to be the place that navigates them through their journey. Um, so it's like they have a nurse daughter, like I am for my parents, that navigate them through a journey. Um, so we've started with surgery. We've been real lucky that um, our surgical leaders have been all in with us um, last year. And we took a look at the journey from beginning to end. When a patient finds out, I have to have surgery. And you can only imagine if, if that's happened to you, you know all the things that start going into your head. So we're working to anticipate and be proactive um, to give them the things that they need. So we start off in the clinic setting. An example of something we found is patients want to know how much it's going to cost. And um, it's an uncomfortable conversation for them. They um, sometimes find it hard to navigate where to find that information. Um, so we, we've really come up with some very creative processes to get them what they need at the time they need it and to make it easy for them to figure that out. Um, and then scheduling and, and making sure that their appointments are scheduled in a way um, that makes sense to them and, and works for their schedule. Um, so that's how we've started um, some in the clinic setting and starting this journey for surgery. And I'll let John talk about um, the acute care parts. I'd say, uh, you know, Renee really summarized that well. And, and one of the things that we really learned throughout this entire process is um, the, the way a patient may feel based on some of the operational issues that arise during these transitions of care, what R Renee referred to as the white spaces. Um, so through that, we also learned that, that what we were trying to do was make the journey easier for the patient, but we also learned that maybe we have some opportunity to make the journey a little bit easier for our team members. So this has been a true comprehensive approach to understanding a very small portion of patient journeys throughout Novant Health, but I think we've gained such great insight into how um, patients experience, experience us overall that we're really going to be able to take this and spread it throughout the entire organization and make a difference at, at a much larger level. Um, so I would say this work continues. I'm really excited about it. I know Renee is as well. And um, I just can't wait to see what uh, the future brings with this. Yeah, and what you described related to our, you know, our patient experience and our team member experience, I mean, really comes together in what we all describe as the human experience. And, um, and all of those intersections really matter. And um, so I appreciate that work. And I know from working with the two of you that we have plans to look at lots of journeys um, across lots of different care settings in 2020. So um, we certainly look forward to all those insights that will come from that work as well. I appreciate you both sharing your insights. Um, I have the privilege of working with you day in and day out um, in this work and the other um, 30,000 team members that, um, that engage in patient experience every single day. So um, really appreciate you sharing your stories. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. For more Remarkable stories, visit iConnect today.